Welcome back to the Successful Diligence Podcast. I am so grateful that you are back for another episode. Please do take note that all opinions and recommendations and encouragements that are shared on this podcast are my personal opinion or the opinion of the guests that I have on. It is not to be taken as medical or mental health advice. Please do consult your medical professional or your mental health professional with any questions or changes that you would like to make regarding your own personal situation. Welcome back to the Successful Diligence Podcast. I am so grateful that you are back for another episode. I never, ever take it for granted that you tune in week after week, episode after episode to listen to my amazing guests that I have on for conversations, to my solo episodes, to just being a part of the Successful Diligence community. It is never, ever taken for granted. I want you to know you are amazing. I have the best audience ever. And I know this because I love getting your emails that you send to SuccessfulDiligence.com slash contact, or when you click the link in the show notes and you send me a voice message. Oh, it is so much fun. So I encourage you to do so. And if you are listening on the Apple podcast platform, please, please, please feel free to leave a star review as well as a written feedback review. It makes a difference and we appreciate it so much. Today, I am so excited to bring to you a very special person. Her name is Leah Shepard, and she is the founder of Honor Your Breakup, an online community knowledge and support hub for women who have been through a breakup. And her community aims to empower women to become their own heroes after breakup. And Leah knows this in terms of the industry, the knowledge, the experience, because she has suffered through multiple breakups. And with year-long spans of grief and low self-esteem, Leah decided to take back control over her journey and her life. And she researched the brain, the body, the spirit to find a way through the pain, through the sorrow to a life of confidence and clarity and she developed a methodology that she has taught to other women all around the globe, all around the world. Now, after many years of working with women after heartbreak, she is super excited. Amongst all of the different projects that she does, she is going to be announcing the imminent launch of the new Honor Your Breakup, H-Y-B, her.o app where the online knowledge and support hub will be even more accessible to those who need it global because Leah is coming to us from Australia, but she is able to reach women across the globe. So no matter where you're listening, Leah and her community are accessible to you to access for knowledge, motivation, support, inspiration, and community, which is so important. Leah, welcome to the show. Thank you, Michelle. My gosh, I'm going to bring you on as my hype woman. That was awesome. (laughs) I (laughs) love everyone. (laughs) I love it. I love reading people's bios at the beginning of the show. And some podcast hosts don't do that, but I do because number one, it reminds the guest of who they are and it highlights 
why I'm having you on the show because you're amazing. You're <laughs> awesome and have so much value to offer my audience, which is why I'm so excited to have today's conversation with you. So to start things off for my audience who is not familiar with you, getting to know you for the first time, tell us a little bit about who you are beyond the bio and how you came to do the work that you do. Okay, well, kia ora tato. That's hello in Māori from New Zealand, where I'm from, um, but I live here in Australia. Um, I'm really excited to be here, so thank you so much, Michelle, for, for inviting me on. Um, so I started, I suppose my whole journey in this area started around seven years ago, and, um, and I actually went through a really tough breakup, you know, no surprises there, but I was, I was with a particularly um, abusive person I didn't quite realize at the time so um, when it, we went to Italy on this holiday and I thought oh this is going to be the time when when he proposes and um, you know halfway through suddenly we were getting into these arguments and and he brought up the the ABCs of everything that was supposedly wrong with me and because I you know I was so infatuated with him I, I really took it to heart and and so I thought well if the person that um, that I love so much like this doesn't see any value in me then there mustn't be any so I remember you know being told to leave told to get out of his house when I got back to Australia and here's me trundling my my luggage along and feeling like an absolute idiot thinking um, you know first of all how could I think this was going to be a, a end in an engagement and second of all how could you think that anyone could love you in the first place and it was really this this low place and I, I remember trundling my luggage up to the train station ready to go back to the airport and and just seeing an express train and thinking I'm in so much grief so much physical pain um, I'm here I yet again I'm in for another year or, or more of of grief and pain and and not being on my trajectory um, and I just thought if I just take one step off this platform in front of this train I don't have to feel anything ever again and it was just a fleeting thought of a few different things namely what would you know this do to my family I thought well no I can't do that um, so I took a step back but I realized well damn it, now I'm sticking around. What the hell am I going to do? Because my my friends are about as clueless as I was about, you know, getting over breakups. And I had no money to see a, a psychologist or a counselor. I didn't even know what a coach was back then. And, um, you know, I love a Beyonce song, but she's not going to come and listen to me talk about my dickhead ex-boyfriend. So it's it was like this, well, shit, excuse my language, but what am I going to do? I mean, Thankfully, I have a, a really supportive family and, and I was able to come back and, um, you know, and they, they were there to look after me. But it was like, damn it, here I go yet again. Um, I'm one of, you know, our whole generation of, of women have so many more opportunities. We're able to go forth with much more um, success in our, in our work lives, our career, our families and, and that sort of thing. But when it comes to a breakup, suddenly the thought of a boy or a girl not liking us means that we're off that trajectory for, for you know, years even. So it's a really long story, but um, I just, <laughs> I just thought I'm sick of this. I don't want to be and have no control over my journey anymore. Um, I want to figure this out once and for all. There are so many smart people out there. Someone has got to have the answer here. That is not just speed dating or going out and, you know, hooking up with people on Tinder. So, um, so I decided to do the research. I did all that and um, came up with a way that I found 
I felt really amazing at the end of it and didn't have the hates on for my ex either. And it was then that I thought there must be so many other leaders out there who, heaven forbid, don't have the sort of support network I have, who might find them standing find themselves standing on their metaphorical train platform and I want to be that fleeting thought that goes through their mind that if all else fails there's at least one crazy woman down in Australia who knows how they're feeling and knows how to help them so that's how this all became a thing and it's it's been quite a ride since then I love it. I love, I love that it's a journey also, because, you know, I think you tapped into something that you said, well, a couple of things I want to unpack. You mentioned that with all of the advancements that we as women and females have, have gained right over the years, how empowered we are and how strong and aware we are, the core relationship rejection still brings us back to this like foundational place of hurt, rejection, grief, sorrow. And like you mentioned, getting us off of the trajectory. It's almost like knocking us off of the road that we're on. And then we have to claw our way back through the forest to find our way back to the paved road. And it's fascinating that that's a universal experience, whether you're in New Zealand, Australia, (laughs) United States, wherever you are, if you are a woman and you've ever had a breakup, And I would argue whether it was you were broken up with or sometimes where you left and you did the breaking up, that Mm. grief, that sorrow, that heartache, that having to piece your heart back together is an experience we can all relate to. And so I just think that's so fascinating. It's just so interesting to me. Talk to me about the process that you uncovered as you were sort of grieving and going through your journey, you developed a methodology that has helped other women. Talk to me about what you discovered that was useful and helpful that you now share with your clients and your community. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, one of the major issue I had when I was, um, when I first, you know, was going through the breakup was I, I, I feel so many different kinds of pain and I have absolutely zero idea where they're coming from or how to fix it. And a lot of that was actually coming from, oh, this must be a me thing. This must be because I'm clingy or because I'm emotional. I mean, women always get told we're emotional and clingy and, and it's our own fault that we feel the way that we do, where it's, it's too not. sensitive and Yeah, yeah, we're too sensitive. We love too much, all that sort of crap, really. It's, mm-hmm. um, and it's it was this as I started to research, I found out that these, these feelings come from a very old part of our brain. It's, it's called the, um, the reptile brain. And it's, it's like, it's that part of our brain that helped us stay alive from like caveman days where um, if we, if we lost our partner, if we lost the support of the tribe, then that meant, you know, certain depth. We were outside of the tribe, outside the cave where, you know, um, up for all the flora and fauna that were out to get us. So it, it, it's as silly as it sounds in today's day and age, that part of our brain is still there. So when we lose, uh, when, when our partner rejects us, when we even, like you say, if we leave that partner, then it, it still has those kind of effects on us today because that part of our brain is is kind of the reason we're still alive. Um, now I know that's a bit sort of technical and and jumbly a bit there, but just learning that part, it just suddenly changed everything for me. Suddenly the guilt went away, and it's like, oh, 
okay, this is just a natural reaction. It's a natural thing that everyone goes through. And I, I think the, the main thread that I found through all of my research was we have so much more control over this than we realize. And just by having that little bit of knowledge, it actually changes the whole game for us. It actually helps us to understand that it's not our fault. It is just like getting a cold, our body reacts a certain way. If we um, you know, break a leg, we our pain comes up in a certain way. It is all our brain and our body telling us this is something that needs to be brought to your attention. So I'm going to do it in all the different ways I know how um, to help you to fix it. Now, fixing it is, is different. Um, it's a different definition for lots of people. Sometimes fixing it is finding another partner. Sometimes it's just feeling better. It, it doesn't matter. That's the different part for different people. But the, the central part that remains the same is the reaction. And it's it, you can calculate how long it will take you can calculate what kind of things you're going to be feeling um, and those things are the things that women need clarity around and they need to be aware that these things are actually manageable I know that was a really long answer but yeah no, no, no. It, it, it was it was perfect it was, it's really interesting you know I'm reflecting as you're talking about because I, I'm very into the brain and how it impacts the body mm -hmm. and the hormones and all the things and I'm reflecting back to when I was in, I was living in New York. I was getting my master's degree, which was a very intense period of my life wow. back yep. in the nineties, the late nineties. Um, and there was a man who he actually proposed to me at like a red lobster, but I thought he was kidding. I didn't really take him seriously. Okay. And then he was joking with the, the waitress and he was like, yeah, I just asked her, I just proposed. And she, you know, blew me off. And I was like, no, no, no. I thought, I didn't think you were serious. Ask me again, ask me again. And he was like, <laughs> nope. And then we ended up breaking up. Like we were on the road, like you to get, to get married. And then it was yeah. like, you yeah, know, and he said to me, the road you're going down is not the road that I want to take. Okay. And I yeah. didn't understand what he said. I didn't, I, I was just like, no, but you know, we'll work it out, whatever, whatever. Um, so anyway, we ended up breaking up, but, and I bring this up because I remember the moment when I realized that it was really over. Right. Mm. And it was a phone call. It was 2 AM on a weekday. <laughs> <laughs> and I hung up the phone with him and I was absolutely devastated, but my brain clicked in that it was over, right? Like it was really the yeah. end. It was done. And I had an experience that at the time I thought was a panic attack. And I, I don't suffer from panic attacks. You know, the, the tightening of the chest, you can't breathe, the racing of yep. the thoughts, the numbness in your body, like all of the things. And so I didn't know what to do because I thought I was dying and yeah. I thought it was a panic attack, which it wasn't. I learned later that it was actually, um, oh, what is it called? Maybe, you know, uh, heartbreak syndrome where your heart- Broken heart is, syndrome. Yes, broken heart so syndrome. Yeah. Yes, that was what I was experiencing was broken heart syndrome where yep. your, your, your blood is actually constricted and your yep. body, like you mentioned, is responding to that yep. foundational basic reptilian brain experience of, oh no, we're vulnerable, we're open for attack. And I didn't know what to do in that moment. So I called a mentor. I reached out for help. Right. And yeah. I think one thing that I love that you are building and have built and are tapping into is the power of community so that women can learn what they don't know. Like mm. you were describing about our, our physical responses and that we can anticipate the journey, but also having that support of people, women who can 
sort of grab your hand and say, you'll make it through. You'll get, you, mm. you're not alone. So you're not out there in the wilderness, you know, open to attack. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And we're here with you. And I absolutely love that about the work that you do. Thank what are you. other, yes. um, what are other stages of the journey in terms of recovery from a breakup that you help women walk through? Okay. So I, I think first of all, helping them to understand what's going on, like that whole, um, panic attack I mean it is a panic attack essentially it is it's an overwhelm of the the it's an overwhelming stimulation of the nerves and and your um you know your idea of how your life is going suddenly just disappears it just gone like that so that's how these you know we're talking about the brain and that manifests in terms of that feeling of having the rug being pulled out from under you that like you've just been sucker punched and you just are in complete shock um and it's really important to, for for us to know that this is a momentary thing and you will be okay in the end you will be fine um, you're not going to be alone in the end like these things are really important to to know as someone who was going through that sort of stage and that's why um what I'm talking about there is having vision. Now, vision is kind of, you know, cliche for lots of people. There's lots of different meanings for it. But my idea for vision in terms of the, the process of getting better is having that purpose to keep breathing, having that reason to get out of bed in the morning, having that, um, you know, that drive to keep breathing, keep putting on your clothes, keep going to eat, you know, because all of those things can, your will to be able to do all of that just absolutely goes out the window because you just think my core drive for my brain is to keep breathing and reproduce and suddenly one of those things has disappeared. So what is the point? So that's why it's really important to have that vision. Um, you know, if your, if your vision you had before has disappeared, it's about rebuilding that because that can be just as important as keeping breathing, keeping that oxygen going. Um, so I, I kind of think uh, my methodology is, is built on three kind of principles. It's a, it's a six-step methodology, but it's there's three core principles there, and that's the vision. Um, clarity is the second one, which is, you know, understanding what things are happening because when we're recovering, we, we kind of feel like we're in a dark room. That's how I think about it. We're in a dark room. You can't see anything, but you're kind of getting stabbed in the back or, or punched in the face. And you don't know where the hell it's coming from. And it kind of just comes out of nowhere. So it's it's like that flicking the light on and looking around at all everything that's coming at you and thinking, okay, I know how to deal with that. I know how to deal with that. I know how to deal with that. So that getting clarity around why you feel the way you do and what you can do to fix it um, is, is so important because you know, one example is when we, we when we get dumped or we're separated. Um, there's that uh, that kind of hole in our in our lives. So we we feel like we need to fill it with another person, or we try and pine for our ex to come back because there's this gaping hole of fear there. So you know that that makes people go out and have one night stands, and then you know put all their hopes and dreams into this one stranger. I'm not against one night stands, but when you're in that kind of headspace it's not the right way to go um so i mean it, it allows you to make better choices so that your recovery isn't a year-long affair like it, it was for me for most of my times it's about okay in order to help with that 
I know that this is what's happening. I know this is how I fix it. So that's the second part. It's really crucial. And the third part is just what we were talking about before is, is support. So that might look like a, a community of, of other people that can help you. Um, and But some people aren't quite ready for that either. Sometimes it's just about getting a coach or, or seeing a professional, or it might just be um, about talk, setting up a, a system with your friends that you can actually talk about this openly and honestly with them um, without judgment. It's, um, I mean, that's the key is, is support without judgment. It's a, um, it's a really strange time. It's a time when you feel like if you have people saying, oh, they were a, a, an you know, an a-hole or, or I'd never liked them in the first place, we can actually, our brain can switch into loyalty mode because those chemicals are still there and go, no, but I love this. And then you start defending that person that, that has just left you. So it's a very, very strange time. So it's a really crucial time to get that support, understand what's going on um, and have a way to get out of there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, and I love that because, you know, it's really paying attention to what's useful during mm. that grieving process, because you are grieving a loss. So you're going yeah. through the physical, emotional, mental, psychological, all of the, 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 the systems, right. Is, yeah. are, are, is grieving and, and grief is also like an energy and a spirit and sorrow. Um, yeah. and, and all of that. And it's a seasonal thing, which I love. You keep going back to, because you have to remind yourself, this is not forever. And yeah. this chapter is not the entire book of my life. And having community that can communicate that in a useful way that builds mm -hmm. you and supports you is so important. And that's what you are doing with, with the work that you do in your community at Honor Your Breakup. And I talk to me about the name Honor Your Breakup because I love that you put that word honor before something that's heartbreaking, you know, that that's heart-wrenching, <laughs> that can be devastating, but yet you're saying honor it. Talk to me yeah. about that. Where did the name come from? Well, um, so the honor part is actually a, um, the, wait, what, what, it's not the American spelling of honor. It's got a U in it, but it's, um, so it's the, the six letter version and it's um, actually the acronym for the methodology. So, um, so there's six different steps, but I, I thought that it worked really well because, I have had lots of weird stuff happen in my life, lots of tragic stuff. And, and um, you know, I lost my dad at a young age and, and the disease that he died of, I have um, a very big chance of having myself. And, and so it kind of made me think about life in terms of, you know, opportunities rather than just shitty stuff that happens to me. So it's, it, it, again, here you have a, a situation where you're, you're kind of dumped out on your butt, you're, you're feeling awful about yourself, but there's so much opportunity here to learn about yourself. And you're, you know, the relationship you have with yourself is so important because you are the, the soul that's chosen to, to live this life and to um, engage in all of the, the activities, the experiences and the people that, that come with this life. So you've got to make the most of it. There's a reason you're here, I believe, to, to learn and to, um, to grow and to experience these horrible things so that you can build your own self up spiritually as well um, so a breakup is is one of the the absolute worst things that can happen to us um, you know aside from the death of a loved one and um, it's slightly different a different kind of grief because that loved one chose to leave us um, which is like a added kind of horrible thing in there but it 
all of these things doesn't mean that you're going to die. It doesn't mean that you, you have no value. It just means that you need to look at things a little bit differently and it's an opportunity. So it's, it's like honoring the opportunity um, and, and seeing the, the gratitude that can come out of that. So, Oh, I love yeah. that. I just love that. And you know, it what, what it brings up for me, because I, I'm a person who suffered from rejection uh, from the age of three. My father left when I was three. And so I didn't oh, have the wow. language for it at the time, because yeah. at three, I, you know, you're learning to talk and you don't understand the depth of that, that, um, that emotion. But yeah. I suffered with rejection for a long time. And it was a grief and a sorrow and a process that I had to work through but what is fascinating and about, you know, what you said about the perspective of opportunity, that's a shift, right? And listeners, you've heard me talk about this, you know, in multiple other interviews, but it's so applicable because you write the narrative, you put the meaning of the experiences that you have to your life and you rewrite your brain chemistry when you apply a different meaning and you create new neural pathways. And I agree, Leah, so deeply that we are all here with a gift, a purpose, and a talent that is uniquely ours. And that's one of the reasons why we were born and survived and are still here walking and breathing because we haven't finished our purpose yet. And I think that part of the learning through the sorrow and the suffering of that just comes with life is learning to apply the correct meaning to our experiences that is useful and purposeful, not just for ourselves, but for other people. And I just think that's so key. And I just love again, that you do this in such a, in such a practical way with women and the community that you're building. Talk to us about the new endeavor, the app that is coming and what that's going to look like. What can people expect from it? You know, if I was going to join, what am I signing up for? What is the community all about? Oh my gosh. I'm so excited about this. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll step back a little bit. Uh, it's I used to work one-on-one with women and um, doing coaching and, and that was absolutely fantastic, but it was like, um, I found myself saying a similar thing, like about 95% of what I was saying was similar across the board. And that's not because everyone is the same, but the, 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 what do you call it? The, the chemical, biological, physiological reaction after a breakup is similar and it can be measured. It can be tracked, all those sorts of things. So I decided to take that 95% and turn that into um, courses, retreats, and workshops. And but I still found that there was this barrier to to getting to the help. I mean, you're still having to, you know, feeling and and in all the feelings, you're having to book a ticket, hop in a car, drive across town and go stand in a room full of strangers and go, yep, I got dumped as well. Like it's um it's just it's it's a massive well when you put it like that, Leah, I mean I know all of the pitfalls of this whole thing, right? So <laughs> I thought, you know, my whole aim with this, again, is to be the, the fleeting thought across the layer that's on the other side of the world, right? So it needed to be more accessible. And I'm just kicking myself that it took me this long to do it. But finally, we have an app, which is more financially and physically accessible. I mean, you don't have to pay the cost of a single 
psych session with someone um instead it's it's i'm thinking of like the gen y version of me i am gen y but at the time i was completely broke and i just i needed help and i had no money because i'm useless and um and I just needed some some way to help me. So, but that actually gave me some help. That wasn't just, oh, you'll be okay, babe. Like it, it needed to be legit help. So that's why I've kind of I funneled all of this research um, into into this app. And it's actually called the Hero app. And it's I've spelt it a really weird way, but it's um it's kind of like it's spelt it you say it hero, but it's her dot o. It's like a new version of yourself, if that makes sense. So it's um it kind of works. I like together. that. I like <laughs> that. <laughs> um and because because we're all about you know teaching women, empowering women to become their own heroes. You don't have to wait for your prince or princess charming. So the app is um it has a, a, a sort of like a mini community on there. So it's it's separate to Facebook. I know Facebook is, is a really weird kind of feeling for a lot of women especially coming out of abusive relationships it's not mm. entirely safe to go on there and you know um and be anonymous whereas you can on this it's a platform we can come together with other women it's definitely not a bitching session about exes or or bringing down other women I'm it's just completely not about that it's about supporting one another and showing each other how we can actually we're all in in this together another part of the app is called the academy and that's actually where we have courses we have experts um where we will teach you practical things about oh you feel really horrible about going past this place that you used to go with your ex this is how to fix that or this is how to get over the idea that they've got a new partner like it's every single facet of um of breakup recovery because there are so many I mean and literally all of them I've been through myself so I can talk to it with with a bit of authority there I've done every single mistake you can think of so I'm just putting that all together and helping women to get through that and and bringing on some very clever people to help me to do that as well. Yeah. That is so amazing. I, I'm so excited <laughs> for you. I'm so excited for the community to benefit. And, you know, it's, it, you know, it, it is such an individual thing, relationships and breakups. And yet mm. you're right. There is that universal thread that can connect everybody to say, oh yeah, I get it. I, you know, I've yeah. been through that too. Um, so I just love that there is that supportive community out there because let's face it, you're going to experience rejection. We're going to experience some sort of breakup of someone, you know, relationship that is special, meaningful to us, even friendship. I mean, I would even argue that, you know, if you have a really intimate best friend and they mm. reject you and break up with you, so to speak, yep. you have yep. similar re responses and similar reactions. Yeah. So I just think it's so important. So Leah, if you had to like pinpoint one or two things that you really, really want to highlight for the audience from our conversation, from the work you do, from the process, what would it be? Okay. So my very first one would be um, coming back to the idea of the vision. And I'll, I'll tell you why it's so important. There's a really good example in the book, uh, Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. Um, have you heard of that book? Uh, oh my gosh amazing book highly recommend yeah. it yes 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 <laughs> yes so fantastic read and um for those of you who don't know this was written by a um is it psychiatrist who was um, I think it was a psychologist yeah psychologist and um and he was in one of the um concentration camps in Poland Nazi Germany yeah yeah and um and he what he witnessed there was the crux of it was if it didn't really matter um, out of 
it didn't matter what kind of physical state you were in. If you had something to live for, they were the ones who survived rather than the ones, even if you had, you know, you had all your muscles, you had enough food and everything. If your, if your mind, if your brain didn't see any reason to keep going, it didn't. And so it would, I mean, that's a very generalized way of, of describing that, that incredible book, but it, it, it really relates to a lot of us in life as well. So I think focusing on that vision, and this is something I do every single day, even though I'm not in that breakup mind, um, I haven't gone through one recently. It's, it still works for every part of your life. And, and what I'd say to you initially for anyone going through a breakup is focus on that reason to keep going. So, and this means daydreaming, right? This means imagining every single part of of what you want your life to be do you want another partner do you want kids do you want a, a house family a, a bloody hobby farm or a sanctuary like it's um as much detail you can put into it the better i mean even if it's writing it down if it's saying it into a recording um it it it, it helps your brain rebuild those reasons to keep going and in the times when your body's a bit weaker your brain will take over it'll keep you going um and you know it's this is where I'm not very good at meditating so I kind of don't really do it but this is my version of meditating right I will sit there and have a coffee and I'd kind of zone out for a I don't know about half an hour or something and just focus on okay what do I what do I want what am I wanting to get to um, what does it look like what's going to look like when I'm sitting on my front porch with my hobby farm and and, and that kind of thing it's um, it's about just keep focusing on it practice it every single day because that reprogramming of our brain cells and our neural pathways, that's just like going to the gym. I wish I could go to the gym once and I'm like done for life, but it just, it doesn't work like that. Sign me up for that. (laughs) (laughs) It's literally the same thing. And the the second thing I would, I would, I mean, there's so many different things here, but I I think the second part is looking at why you're not there yet. So mm-hmm. what are the blocks that are in the way and, and write it down. So your, you, your logical brain can see all of the reasons that you feel like you aren't living that life right now. You aren't feeling that way right now. It, it could be something like, I hate my ex. I miss my ex. Um, I've got a really horrible job or, or whatever. But once you kind of get the metrics on those, then you can start working on each of those things. Breakup recovery is about facets. It's not about taking a one one pill and then it's fixed or finding another partner and it's fixed often that actually causes a lot more problems it's about looking at all of the facets as to why you don't feel your best self and working on them one by one to get fixed I mean from there you can see what kind of help you need as a result of it does that make sense I feel yeah (laughs) yeah no it's a journey and I I love so much of what you said what came up for me um, and another aspect of that Viktor Frankl book is that the concept that what's inside of your head, nobody can take that from you. Mm. And so when, oh, you, yeah. when you develop that new vision, when you sit there and you meditate, do your breath work, pray, zone out, you know, just stare off into nowhere land, what you're allowing your brain to do is to tap into the truth that's already inside of you that may that's not right. be in your consciousness. And if you pay attention to that, you will tell yourself what you really want. And then that gives you a map that you can then put on the outside and bring into the world. So I absolutely love, love, love that. Leah, my last question for you. 
<laughs> gratitude. Does gratitude play a part in the breakup journey at all? And if so, how? And if not, does gratitude make a difference in the process? Oh my gosh, majorly, majorly. I mean, and this is gratitude in terms of, it's not like having the glittery calendar or a mug that says I'm grateful for whatever. It's, it's so much deeper than that. I mean, yes, it's the, the spiritual connection. It's about being grateful and putting out that energy, but it's also, you know, on a psychological level, it actually helps your brain to understand that you have resources. It's, it's telling your brain, like, I'm grateful for my mum, right? And as, as lovey-dovey as that feels, it's also also letting my brain know, hey, you've got a support network here who you can um, rely on for A, B, or C. Um, I'm grateful for my job. And yes, I'm grateful to have, you know, friends and, and, and uh, you know, networks that way. But I've also got money coming in. It's, it's these great gratitude works on so many different levels. And it's, um, you know, psychologically, energetically, and I mean, I remember my um, my business coach talking to me about um, and and you know developing the business and learning about things, and and he said, you know, put if you don't know something, say you don't know yet, because you're if you say, oh, I don't know how to do social media, it's like your brain will go, cool, okay, we don't know that. But if you say, I don't know social media yet, it's like, okay, all right, but we'll keep, we'll keep things ticking over in the background in the subconscious to when you're talking to someone, a solution might pop up. Your brain will go, remember, there's this thing that we need to do. It kind of works in the same way. I'm, I'm sort of shoehorning it a little bit here, but it's, it just shows how powerful that brain is. And, and, you know, that gratitude helps it to understand that you have got things going on here and, and you have got things around you, which when you're going through a breakup in such a time of perceived loss and perceived damage to your life and to your, to your happiness, it helps to reinforce that things are okay and things are going to be okay. And remember that, you know, that yet part, things aren't, you, you aren't feeling great now, but you will eventually. Yes. That's my answer to that. <laughs> yes. No, I love that because, and what you're talking about is the RAS system of our brain where you actually, that yet tells your brain to look for it in the world. So similar yeah. to like, if you are driving a red car and all of a sudden you're noticing all the red cars on the road because your brain is looking for the red car to reinforce your experience. And so if you're saying, I don't know, social media yet, your brain is now looking for opportunity to learn social media. And oh, look at that. When the student is ready, the teacher appears. And That's all right. of a sudden, <laughs> here we are, the opportunity to learn and practice and integrate. And it's That's amazing right. how it works. And what's so funny, I think, is that, you know, when we pay attention and bring it to our awareness and our consciousness, it makes sense because it's something that is biological and and chemical and it's not like some foo-foo woo-woo type of thing there's actual scientific yeah. research behind it even though it works in a way that feels sort of woo-woo oh you know whatever so <laughs> I just um I love that I love that I love so much of what, what you do so much of, of who you are what what you are how you do all the things, Leah, you are just one of my special people from, and I now recognize, so listeners, before we got on to record, I kept saying, Leah, you're from Australia, not New Zealand. And it's because 
you are from New Zealand living in Australia. Yep. So that's why I had to snuck two- in here. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I had the two connected again, yeah. <laughs> that brain making those connections, right? Yep. It, it happens. So it's so interesting. So I love so much of what you said. If people are like, I need to learn more because this is resonating. Leah is an expert. I'm going through a breakup. I need help. How can people find you? Where can they connect? How do they access the app? All the things. Okay. So um, the main place to find out everything about what we do um, is on the website. So honoryourbreakup.com.au. So that's honor with a U. Um, And I mean, at the moment, the, the app is actually going to be launched on July 31st. So we have a page set up where you can register your info. Um, and if for, I, I thought about for your listeners today that um, if anyone is interested in downloading the app, um, we're happy to give them three months free premium membership to the Academy section. Oh um, my goodness. Just, Wait, hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on. That's amazing. Listen, did you hear that? So of yeah. course, I'm going to put all of the links in the show notes so you can click yeah. and go. But Leah, that is so generous. I am so grateful on behalf of my listeners. That is an amazing gift. Listeners, Aww. three months premium. For, oh my goodness. Say it all again because I interrupted you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll I I will give you the I'll give you the links, all of that down below. But the the link itself is um hero.app. So that's H-E-R-0.app. And if you register your information there, um I will give you the link. I will send you out the link to download the app and you will be able to have three months free premium membership to the Hero app where you can check out the community. You can look at, um, talk with our experts. You can download the uh, mini courses, everything. We even have live events and masterclasses and all sorts, literally to help you with anything you can think of with your breakup. So yeah, we'll be happy to see you. You can do it in your PJs (laughs) with a bowl of ice cream. Absolutely. Oh, that is amazing. I just love that. Thank you again. That is so generous. I'm so excited for this app. I can't wait to see the successes and celebrate with you. So amazing. I am so, I don't even remember how we met, but I'm just so glad we're connected. (laughs) And um, I'm just so grateful you had time to come on the show and share with my listeners. And listeners, again, everything will be linked below so you can click and go. And Leah, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. I've absolutely loved it. I love I love chatting with you anytime anyway, but it's, yeah. It's, <laughs> we it's do have the best subject. conversations. We really do. <laughs> um, <laughs> and listeners, as I always say, as you know, keep walking. Also keep breathing as Leah reminded us to do. Keep breathing, keep walking, always keep walking. Never, ever stop walking. Please don't stop breathing either because you need to breathe while you're here on earth. <laughs> But if you continue to walk, you will reach your destiny. You will reach your destination. You will walk out of whatever season you're in into a new season. And I encourage you as always to always, always on the journey, choose gratitude. As you know, every single episode, I end with my encouragement for you to choose gratitude on your journey as you keep walking. But have you ever asked yourself, that's great, Michelle, but how do I do that? How do I implement gratitude? How do I choose gratitude? It's not easy living this life. And sometimes 
I don't feel very grateful. How do I incorporate gratitude into my daily life? Well, I've got you covered. Just for you, I have a gateway to gratitude mini course in the Successful Diligence School. There is a link in the show notes as well as a coupon code just for podcast listeners where you get 50% off. So head to the link in the show notes or SuccessfulDiligence.com and click the school tab on the website. It will take you to the school and you can see the Gateway to Gratitude course, which walks you through how to implement gratitude into your daily life. Trust me, gratitude and gratefulness when implemented effectively will change your life.